Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast, presented by First United Bank and Trust. That's my bank. Visit us today at mybank.com. Hello and welcome to What Matters Most, a podcast all about finances, community, savings, and security for you, your family, and your business. This podcast is brought to you by the helpful folks at my bank, First United Bank and Trust. I'm your host, Eric Nutter, and in today's episode, What Matters Most is retirement and specifically financial education surrounding retirement. And for this helpful discussion, I am thankful to be once again joined remotely today by Morgan Vandegrift, CEO at Bonsai, a financial education partner with First United. Morgan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's good to be back on my favorite personal finance podcast, Eric. <laughs> well, yeah, you uh, you know, I, I try to mentally keep track of who has been a multi- multi-episode guest and you are you're up there you're in the upper echelon yeah. of multi-visits so i really appreciate you and uh helping helping me and helping our audience to better understand the tools that we have available through bonsai on our website at mybank.com education and today we're talking a little bit about retirement and why don't you give us set the set the stage for us why are we talking about retirement what's the situation in this country as it as it relates to retirement we're talking about retirement, Eric, because, you know, over the last 50 years in the United States, we've seen a, a really profound societal shift um, that I don't think gets enough discussion. Um, you know, depending on the age of your of, of, of your listeners, you know, either their parents or their grandparents retired into um, a completely different environment than those of us in the workforce today will encounter. Mm-hmm. They may have retired into a into a world where Social Security took care of a larger percentage of their needs uh, than it's expected to uh, for those that are of working age today. But most significantly, a really large percentage of working Americans uh, in earlier generations, you know, had access to a lifetime pension when they retired, which basically meant and. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to overplay it, but for many people, <clears throat> retirement was taken care of. You know, you went to work, you stayed at the same company for your entire career. Um, and, uh, and when you got out that, you know, when you hit retirement age, that company thanked you maybe with a, a gold watch, if you were lucky, but also with a, a, a lifetime of payments, you couldn't outlive them. Uh, they might not have been exceptionally generous, but they were, you know, often typically enough to live on. And so it was just a part of, you know, personal finance that earlier generations didn't have to give much thought to. And now you go to um, a, uh, you know, the the world that we live in today. And that arrangement that I just described is, is very rare. Um, Those that, those that still have a pension recognize, I think just how lucky they are to have one. And then there's the rest of us who are responsible for a, a do-it-yourself retirement system. And that doesn't mean it's it's undoable. It, it absolutely can be done, but it does require a lot more thinking and a lot more engagement than, you know, we asked earlier generations of American workers to, to, to give to it. Right. Yeah. It's your point. I mean, pensions are all but a thing of the past. And then even for, for a lot of people, they think of social security as something that won't be there when I come to retirement age. Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's, it's a real concern. Um, 
and, and, and frankly, you know, it, there, there are some arguments to be made that the concern that Social Security is going completely broke, that that's overstated. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems likely that there will be some money there, but it, it is a good and open question as to how much, right. you know, and, uh, and, and it's probably not the right wall to lean your ladder on. You don't, <laughs> right. don't want to plan unless you're uh, expecting to live an extremely ascetic existence, uh, you know, that would only be possible in certain areas of the country. uh, I would not not plan on Social Security answering all of your, uh, you know, being the solution. That's fair to say. Right. Like how much do you like ramen noodles is the (laughs) question. How much much do you like ramen noodles and how much are you willing to move to – you know, an extremely low, low cost corner of the nation and, and, and what type of housing are you willing to, uh, you know, to be in, you know, right. it's, it's all, all, all questions you need to consider before deciding not to save for retirement. Right. Well, and so what I'm, what I'm suspecting this is leading us to is the question of how early is it, or is it, is it ever too early to be thinking about retirement? And I'm guessing the answer is nope. We should we should be thinking about it as as uh, basically as soon as you join the workforce. Yes, you should be. Um, I recently had the opportunity to speak uh, virtually to a high school fine, a high school investment club in uh, suburban Chicago, and they were asking me questions about it. And I I think the right approach because it was driven home to me again and speaking to these students who, you know, ranged from 15 to 18 years of age. And retirement is just impossibly far away. I mean, it, you know, think about yourself at that right. age, Eric. And, um, you know, the, uh, you know, it, it's a time of where you feel like it's just, you're in an eternal youth. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a, a good, but, but the benefits of starting to save for retirement you know, with your first job, they're just indisputable. I mean, you know, you see lots of, um, you know, graphs saying like, if you start saving for retirement age 30, you'll have this much more money than if you wait until age 40. Well, if you want to see a really impressive graph, take a look at what happens if you start saving for retirement at 21. Right. Versus exponential growth. It really is. I mean, it, it's astonishing. And that, this is not meant to discourage or depress any of your, you know, listeners who have not saved for retirement that are above 21 years old. Um, you know, you can have a perfectly happy and comfortable retirement if you're starting a little bit later, but you sure have a leg up the earlier you start. But I think, you know, the, and I, I haven't fully worked this out in my mind, but I, I think that a real important way to encourage those who are quite young uh, to do it is, is is to draw attention away from the fact that it's for retirement and just tell them that, you know, they are saving in a really special type of account. And it's special because, you know, the Congress has has issued special tax regulations surrounding it. And, you know, if 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 they're uh, enjoying day trading on their Robin Hood app, you know, using a regular taxable account, and they saw that tax bill at the end of the year, um, well, they're not going to get that when they put money into this special kind of account. That's a four hundred one k or an IRA, right. and uh, you know, the, the the there are some guardrails in place to discourage them, of course, from withdrawing that early. 
Um, you know, but I think if it's, you know, instead of saying you've got to deprive yourself today so that you'll have money, you know, decades down the road at this time that you can't even fathom, uh, you know, just indicate like this is, this is the best way to save, Right. you know, and so many employee, you know, speaking of 401ks, uh, so many employers, including bonsai, um, you know, uh, provide an employer match, um, you know, and, and those comes in all different kinds of shapes and sizes. At Bonsai, we uh, match 100% of the employee contributions up to 5% of their salary. And uh, so basically, you know, when you pitch it as you are leaving free money on the table, right? if you don't put put this, you know, this money aside for retirement. Um, I, I, in my experience, that's that's been a lot more uh, effective as a way to encourage them to sign up than, you know, speaking to them about what life's going to be like in their 70s. Right. Because they just can't relate. And and, and, and I don't blame them. Um, you know, it, it's just it's just not how their brains are wired. You know, you're 21 years old. You're, your <laughs> grandfather, you know, is, is in their 70s, potentially, you know. Right. And, uh, and, and that's just, you know, it, it seems that it was a lifetime ago, literally, you know, when they were your age. Um, and so I, I'm supportive of like, you know, any effort to increase foresight and to help people recognize, Hey, yes, you will retire someday. But I think there are also some nice shortcuts that we can use, like point out the company match and, you know, Hey, if you contribute a hundred dollars a paycheck or however much it might be, you know, and your company is going to give you that same amount of money, but only if you participate in this, that, that tends to get people get, you know, get their notice. Exactly. Yeah. I do find that there's, it's it's optimistic to me or i see it optimistically that uh because you mentioned kids putting their money into a robin hood you know day trading uh, stocks yeah i can't i cannot imagine what that would have looked like when i was a teenager like the the idea that that would would have been a thing where i would have you know went and mowed some grass and then threw money into a into stocks wasn't even a thing. So the fact that kids are even that engaged in, in their finances, that they're, you know, they're, they're hustling, they're trying to, to day trade that, that they do have some engagement with finances to the extent that, you know, they, they should be open to these conversations and thinking further out than just the right now and thinking about retirement. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we're talking about retirement, Eric, but I'm strongly of the camp that, you know, this remarkable phenomenon, you know, we're, we're speaking in early May 2021, the remarkable phenomenon that we are seeing, you know, um, of increased retail participation in the stock market. There, there are definitely, you know, it, it, it's definitely not all great, but I think it is a net positive. Yeah. And I think, you know, speaking to the topic of our, uh, our conversation today, I think it's a net positive for people's attitude towards retirement savings. I, I really hope, I, I, unfortunately, I'm sure somebody is, but, uh, you know, I hope not too many folks are, you know, day trading their IRA, <laughs> you know, balances on, uh, 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 on, on Robinhood. But to the extent that this is a way to get young people involved in and engaged in like the markets that they will need to be you know, participating in to ensure that they can retire. I am all for it. Exactly. Um, 
you know, there, there, there are definitely dark sides to this. There sure, and, sure. And, you know, and for, as there for are some, with everything. For some, for some people, this is going, this is not going to end well. <laughs> but, um, you know, the less mysterious financial markets are, the more likely it is that people are going to choose to engage with them on their own, which is exactly what we need them to do. Exactly. Um, you know, as a as the CEO of Bonsai, we've got 50 some odd employees. Um, you know, the particular demographic of our employee base right now is skews fairly young. And, uh, you know, we're a financial education company. So I feel personally responsible to have our employees taking care of their retirement. And uh, and it's interesting to see what motivations help them to do that and what motivations don't. And, uh, and you know, the excitement that some of them feel about the theme of investing right now. It's, it's helping. It's not hurting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, on the on the bonsai tool, which you can find at mybank.com slash education, there's a whole topic related to retirement and there's tons and tons of calculators, coaching courses, um, educational articles and videos, things like that. Do you, do you have anything um, that you'd like to spotlight or any any topics that you think are of particular interest to our listeners? I love the calculators and the coaches um, that focus on illustrating how much you can have, you know, if you start saving now, because the fact of the matter is, you know, I, I, you know, this, if you're, if you're any more than five minutes away from retirement, um, it makes, you know, regardless of how much you have saved, if you're not currently contributing towards a retirement, you know, savings plan of some sort, uh, it makes sense to start and starting today you know, statistically speaking, is better than starting tomorrow. And that's not a prediction of where the market's going, Eric. I'm just, you know, <laughs> talking about, you know, statistically at large. Sure. Um, you know, there is, uh, there, uh, this probably doesn't uh, hold as much power, you know, in, uh, um, in an era of, of such low interest rates. But I, I believe it was Einstein himself who is, said, who is said to have marveled at the power of compound interest. And, uh, regardless of where you, regardless of where you are, you know, young or middle-aged or, you know, even in the latter part of your career, um, life is going to be so much better if you start now. And so we've got resources available through, you know, mybank.com slash education, as you mentioned, uh, that we've put together and, and are making available, you know, through our partnership with First United Bank and Trust that, you know, can help you see that. You know, if you're if you're 50 years old and you don't have any money saved for retirement, and you feel so depressed when you hear our conversations, you know, about the power of starting when you're 21, that's understandable. But like, go onto the website and go into some of the retirement calculators and and compare, um, you know, what you will have if you start saving now versus what you'll have if you kick the can down the road another few years. And I think you're going to be you know, pleasantly surprised and hopefully, you know, um, properly motivated to, to get started now. Um, you know, and so that's, that's, that's kind of what I'd like to highlight. I mean, that, there, as you said, there are lots of resources. We hope all of them are helpful to people. Um, and, and I hope that, you know, the type of listener who has subscribed to a personal finance podcast like this one, you know, you guys, this might be preaching to the choir, but, uh, you know, if you've not, if you're not currently saving, you know, please go, go check those resources out. I think they'll give you all the reason you could ever hope to have to, uh, 
you know, to fill out that form at your employer or to, uh, you know, go online to the broker of your choice and open up an IRA, uh, you know, or, or, or even to, to go in and, and speak with an advisor at the bank about your options. Uh, you know, but, you know, the point is to do it today. Don't, don't delay further. And, and we've got tools to help you recognize that. Absolutely. Well, and it might even, for some of our younger listeners, it may even inform, you know, looking at the benefits list when you're looking for a job. Um, because if, you know, we, we mentioned some of the things where, that are more rare now, you, you may want to look at those and understand the full scope of the benefits you're getting when you're, when you're uh, applying for a job at a particular place to see how that's going to affect you long term in retirement. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, you know, and there are, by the way, I mean, there there are still, you know, a few ever shrinking categories of of businesses that will provide you with a pension. And uh, I I do think that sometimes when they're analyzing their job prospects, folks, you know, young people especially, uh, you know, do not yeah, recognize like right. just how how remarkable right. that is. But you know, uh, operating under the assumption that that's not an option. Yes, by all means. I mean, you know. Companies aren't required under the law in the United States currently to, you know, offer any sort of retirement plan. Now, fortunately, most do. They feel, you know, that it gives them a competitive advantage. But the the details and, you know, the fine print of that retirement plan, they vary immensely, um, you know, and, uh, and, and that's actually a really good point, Eric, that, that would, you know, my advice to my children as they get older, um, you know, and start considering their job prospects is going to weigh very heavily, you know, say, you know, yeah, look at if they give you a free lunch in the company cafeteria, that's great. You know, if they, uh, if they gave, give you three and a half weeks of vacation versus two, that's wonderful. Um, but, uh, to me, a, a well, you know, well-funded retirement plan, like beats either of those two things, you know, hands down. Exactly. You know, combined. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to your point, it's just, it's hard, especially younger when you're younger to fathom the, the enormity of that or the, the impact of that over a, a longer period of time. And so using some of these calculators that can show that to you is can be can be immensely beneficial because you can kind of see it yeah. and uh, feel what that's gonna what that's gonna do to you in retirement age. Yeah, and can, can I actually toss something else out there, sure. Eric, while we're talking about this? So, you know, I think more than most CEOs, and it's not this isn't to say I'm special. It's just the nature of our company. We are financial education. So more than most CEOs, I take kind of a personal interest in whether all of our employees are participating in the 401k. And, you know, as everybody knows, I, at least I hope they know, you know, it's not mandatory. We can't, we can't make them participate. That, sure. That's, you know, that, that's, that's not how the world works. And, you know, so I, I kind of take it as a personal affront and I'm even a little ashamed to admit it on a podcast that we have employees, invariably young employees you know, that in, and, and I'm happy to say not very many, but we have employees who do not participate in our 401k. Mm-hmm. And there are, um, you know, notwithstanding our, our literal pleading, you know, with them to, to sign up. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit more about, you know, this retail investing phenomenon, making people more confident to invest in markets. And that's great, but not everybody feels that. And kind of the message I'd like to share is that, 
you know, in any retirement plan worth their worth its salt, um, there's going to be you know more conservative investing options. I again, I can't speak to every single employer, you know, but generally speaking, you know, there's there's regardless of how you feel about investing, you know, if you're convinced that the market's going to zero tomorrow, in in most well structured and you know retirement plans, there should still be some option, you know, where you can, you know, safely put your money away, even in that type of circumstance. So sometimes people, you know, will not want to participate in the 401k because they say, well, I don't want to invest, you know, this is, this is all some sort of scam, (laughs) you know, but even, even if that's really how you feel, there are still options that you can save for retirement that are really important, you know, and that's really important for you to do where you will not lose all your money. And, um, you know, the way the way that we deal with retirement in America is far from perfect. Um, there's so many better ways that you know things that we could do to improve the, the approach. Um, but I, you know, there are ways you can save for retirement. I promise you, you know, where your money where your money's not going to get you know stolen or or go to zero, and that's just not a good reason. And I hear it far too often from people like they just don't they don't trust the system, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. Uh, you can take you can take a lot of risk with your retirement savings, but you don't have to. So. Right. No, that's very well said. I'll get off my I'll get off my soapbox there. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, think I, I feel it's a great you know. it's a great message, and I think to kind of pair with that, you know, if it, whether you're uh, trusting or untrusting of the system, um, the tools like Bonsai offers um, that you can find, as we mentioned several times, mybank.com/education. You can do some of this research on your own. You can kind of look into it yourself, but you also can reach out to advisors. We have advisors at First United that you can reach out to. You can go find a local advisor that can help talk you through the options you have so that you're not, you don't feel alone in it. And they can also find what matches your, um, your risk tolerance, uh, so that, so Mm -hmm. that you're not, you're not just going at it, um, kind of on your own and feeling like you, you have to make all these, these major decisions for your life. These advisors, um, can, can really, you know, help steer your finances so that you're prepared for retirement in a better way. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and you know, a a good advisor can make all the difference and, Bonsai partners, you know, with more than 800 different community financial institutions, um, you know, for a variety of reasons, we don't partner with the big, you know, with the, the, the really big financial names that you've heard of in the United States. And one of them is that we just find that, you know, the smaller, you know, community-based banks, like First United Bank and Trust, are more aligned with, you know, their 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 value system and the way they see the world is more aligned with the way we see the world than some of the big institutions. And so I, I would I would echo um what you just said, Eric. If if this is something that is overwhelming, you know, and and, and you know, we've got all these calculators online and, and so on um that are that are hopefully helpful. But um for so many people, like having somebody to kind of hold their hand through the process, somebody that they know is looking out for their best interests, like an advisor at your bank. Um, it, 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 a lot of people just just can't get you know their retirement savings um, where they want them to be without that kind of help, and so 
you know, if, if that is you, you know, listener, please, you know, wherever you are, go, go find that type of assistance because, uh, in, in, in a lot of cases, there's just no substituting for that human touch and that human expertise. Exactly. Exactly. Morgan Vandegrift, CEO at Bonsai. Thank you again so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your thoughts, your insights, and your, your advice on, uh, this topic of retirement. Eric, thank you. I really enjoy being on here and it's a topic I'm passionate about, as you can tell. So thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. I look forward to having you again. That brings us to the end of our show. You can always find more episodes by visiting mybank.com slash podcast or find us on your favorite podcast app. You can also leave feedback, ask questions or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to podcast at mybank.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more helpful content. But until then, we wish you the best in focusing on what matters most to you. Do I have enough money to retire? Is my family protected if something happens to me? Is my plan getting me where I'm going? Are you ready if I want to be a doctor? When it comes to money, we all have questions. That's why First United Wealth Management has a team of experts ready to listen and provide solutions. First United Wealth Management. First United, my bank for life. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. This recording is for informational purposes only. Any references in this recording to any person, organization, product, or service does not constitute or imply the endorsement, recommendation, or affiliation with First United Bank and Trust. First United is not responsible for your use of the information mentioned within this podcast. Please consult legal or tax professionals for counsel as needed.